Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. As you can tell, the audio might sound a little different. I'm more like I'm in a cave. (laughs) I actually am. I'm actually uh, out of town in a different location. And I'm in a, uh, what do they call this, a multi-purpose room. So you get a little bit of that echo kind of thing. But I think it'll be bearable. Uh, So anyway, I do so appreciate you joining with me. You know, we've been looking in the last couple of episodes at uh, this idea that we have overcome, that we are overcome comers okay we saw it in uh, actually romans 12 is where you see it it says don't uh, be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good and then we went to first john we looked at a couple passages about being overcomers that by definition those who are true believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. By definition, we are overcomers. It's not like we have to go and, and uh, ascend to the mount to become the overcomer and to do this and to do the, all these various things to be overcomers. We are overcomers. The real issue is this. Are you going to walk in it? Are you going to walk in your overcoming? <laughs> so uh, let's go to First John again, the fourth chapter. He picks up this idea and mentions uh, uh, the word, mentions the phrase overcome. Now I'm going to read this verse out of context, and then we're going to jump into a more immediate context, which in itself is actually out of context because we're going from the second chapter to the fourth chapter. You know, particularly in these epistles, these letters like this, it's so important to, to read the whole thing. But anyway, we'll jump into the fourth chapter. The fourth verse says this, Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Ah, we know that little portion right there. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, right? We know that, that, that idea. And so, and of course, John, he's at the very end of his life right here, probably 100 years old, if not older. And he's saying, little children, you know, he speaks to these that he's writing as his beloved. All the way through, he speaks beloved of these true believers. He says, don't forget this. The one who is in you is greater than the one who's in the world. Well, who is in us? The Most High God is in us. Most time people will readily say, oh, the Holy Spirit's in us. Absolutely true. The Lord Jesus Christ is in us. Absolutely true. Father God is in us. A lot of times people go, oh, you know, they don't really realize that. You know, it's like, oh, I, I didn't, I wasn't sure about that, you know. All the fullness of the Godhead dwells within each and every one. But he says this, little children, you are from God. So we, we are, we're from God and have overcome them. Who's the them? Well, that's part of the deal of jumping in the middle of it, right? Let's back up to the first verse of the fourth chapter and see what it says. I bet that might give us some insight, huh? Verse 1, beloved. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. 
And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Who are the them? The other spirits. Yeah, the spirits. And what does he tell us to do right here? He says, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Uh, what what spirit is he talking about? You know, and you know, in Western society, we get really nervous over this kind of stuff. In the Far East, they have no problem with the Middle East. They have no problem. They readily acknowledge that there are spiritual entities and spiritual beings. About the most we'll do is go along. And say, oh yeah, well yeah, there's angels. You know, no, we deal with spirits day in and day out. We have little phraseologies that actually acknowledge that, but we don't pay any attention to it. We'll sit there, and even people in the world will say something like, well, I don't know what came over him. <laughs> well, what's being referenced by that? Yes, yeah, something came over somebody. Okay, a spirit came over him. So what he's saying is that there are spirits, and we're to test these spirits. Then he gives us some major hints right here. I guess forthright tells us in a couple of things. We need to see if these things are from God. Why? Because there's many false prophets who've gone out into the world. So there's the idea is that there are true spirits. The Spirit of God will bring forth the spirit of prophecy. But then there are false spirits who will empower and manifest themselves in false prophets. And he's saying there's a lot of these false prophets that have gone out. And he said, you're going to know. You're going to know whether it's the Spirit of God or if it's a false prophet by this. Every spirit that will confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, that spirit is from God. If someone sits there and says, yes, and they preach and they teach and proclaim that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, they're from God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus is not from God, okay? So if, so if a spirit doesn't confess Jesus, they're not from God. As a matter of fact, he says this is the spirit of anti-Christ, against Christ. Which he said you've heard is going to come. There is a personage which will be empowered by the evil himself, which is called the Antichrist, that is yet to come <clears throat> from John's perspective. It's yet to come from our timeline, from our perspective. But John immediately says, but you know what? It's in the world already. The spirit of the Antichrist, the, the, the spirits that are against Christ, they're here already. So uh, a lot of times people say, so if that means that uh, if someone just says, oh, yeah, Jesus is coming to flesh and he's, then he's from God, that he's the right spirit. Can a spirit lie about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you know? Well, you test the spirit, and if someone says that they confess that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh, that confessing means that they believe it. Okay? They confess it, they believe it, and they live it, then you know that's from God. If someone does not confess it, that Jesus is from God, then you know that they're not from God. Sometimes people say, oh, yeah, I believe, I believe that Jesus is from God. Yeah, but then their life reflects otherwise, and that tells you something. Okay? John actually picks up on this in the fifth chapter, I mean, the fifth verse. Let's look at the fifth and sixth verse here quickly. He says this, they are from the world. Therefore, they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth 
and the spirit of error. Well, that's a rather bold thing, isn't it? I mean, very, very bold type of thing. He's saying this is really, really simple. The ones that are the false spirits, they're from the world. And they speak from the world, and the world will listen to them. And boy, we see it rampant today. We see tremendous false prophets, false teaching. We see things of the world in the body of Christ. I was just reading a little thing early this morning that somebody posted about uh, the church service they had yesterday at their church and how someone got up and was reading the message and read the message and read a 25-minute message and finally at the end had a perfunctory prayer. And it really, uh, the message had nothing to do with anything out of the Scripture. There was no praying time. There was no acknowledgement even of God. But just talking about all the things that, were, that we as the body of Christ need to do to be politically correct. And this person is starting to see some things. Because that particular reader is not of the Lord. They are of the world. I don't even call them preachers. I don't even call them ministers. I just call them readers. You know? Therefore, they speak from the world, and the world's going to listen to that. But then he says this, we're from God, and whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. Those that are of God will know the truth and will listen to the truth. He wasn't being braggadocious. He's saying that you will know the spirit of truth, and you'll know the spirit of error. Those who are of God, it will be a spirit unto spirit acknowledgement of what the truth is. We'll see it in the Word. We'll see it in the Spirit. We'll see it in the way that the Lord moves in and through His body. Tell you what, we'll pick this up and talk a little more about it the next time. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you then.